0: hey folks this is glenn man and welcome to the man from new york podcast it's another hot day here in new york city and it's gonna get hotter we're gonna right in the middle of a heat wave beginning and i believe on saturday the temperature is supposed to feel like 116 degrees what the hell i mean literally what the hell with uh that's disgusting 116 i keep saying this we should be building weather machines, I'm sorry. Elon Musk, Jeff Jeff Bezos, whatever, all that money, do something useful. We can do climate change, we can solve that problem, and then we can have some uh, days in the summer that can cool off, make some winter days warmer. I'm all about weather machines. So, uh, the big news this week, uh, politically, has been uh, the current occupant of the White House, Uh Told uh, some freshman members of Congress, four women who getting a lot of notoriety and acclaim, uh, basically told them to go back to where they're from, go back to I think their broke, crime-infested places. Uh, now, considering that three out of the four were were actually born here in the United States and are you know U.S. citizens, and one came as a young child as a refugee, it's kind of ridiculous. But it did remind me of something. Cause that term "go back" that's a very loaded term, and people tell people, especially, and it's usually when someone is of a different color, and when they say "go back to where you come from" or where, you, or where they think you come from. And I I I mentioned on my Twitter account, but there was a, I remember years ago, I was in the middle of midtown Manhattan. I may have told the story before, but I was with a good buddy of mine, and we were in the park. We were in Bryant Park, right in the heart of Manhattan, you know, forty between Forty Second and Fortieth Street. Between Fifth and Sixth Avenue, and it was a nice. It was like summer day. It was like sort of like late summer afternoon, and we were sitting in the park, just sort of hanging out, talking, whatever. And like this homeless guy, white guy, kind of like stumbles over. He's kind of seemed a little either drunk or high or something, and he like starts bothering us, asking all these questions. We're kind of like trying to be polite, but we're trying to you know kind of just don't don't be bothered. And then he's like, then he starts to get kind of upset. He's like, he, he tells us to go back to Harlem, which is weird because he didn't know us. He did know where we were from. Uh, now, at that time, I've lived in Harlem before, but at that time I wasn't living in Harlem. And uh, my friend was from Harlem, but how could he know that? He just saw two black guys and thought they should be in Harlem. And we didn't get angry. We, were, we I mean, we were a little bit upset, but we were really laughing at this this guy was like trying to insult us so we and we were like hey why don't you go back to your park bench you know but it is just and and that's how I kind of like I feel about some of the the, the comments that 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 we heard it's basically the rantings of someone who might as well be a homeless guy sleeping on the park bench crazy stuff and uh you know I I keep harping on this and never stuff like that but we think come on it's the 21st century man we're we're two decades into the century and the fact that we're dealing with, still dealing with all these horrible issues of hate and bias and discrimination. And all these other things that happen around us. And it's like, when are we going to get it together? Maybe never, I don't know. I, I, I'm not sure. I used to have hope that, you know, we're going to do bumpy times and we're going to get through it. Now, I don't even know. I'm not even sure if I do care I mean I do care But I don't know if I'm gonna Go to bed at night Uh Worried thinking about This stuff anymore Uh Because You know I think things have to play out There's a There's a There's a rhyme And reason For every season I I think and uh, the things we're going through now are things that we have to go through we've got some unfinished business some unsolved issues that we as a nation that we as a society that we as the human race have to deal with if we really want to move forward so we have to deal with these things now last Saturday was a blackout here in New York uh, in Manhattan about 40,000 customers were affected it happened on the anniversary of the biggest blackout in the USA's history, the 1977 blackout, which darkened the entire city. There was looting and all kinds of sort of, I guess, ruckus is the word. Even I don't believe there were any deaths uh, during that blackout. I, I believe I read that last year that despite all the, the craziness and sort of insanity happening, I, don't, I, I believe there may have, maybe, there was maybe one. I believe a person killed if not any during that entire, which is amazing if you think about uh if you the stories you read about the nineteen seventy seven blackout now one thing that is credited to the nineteen seventy seven blackout is the birth of hip hop because so many people went to electronic stores and stole or they might you know so liberated uh, equipment mixers turntables speakers uh all of a sudden you had this uh, a culture that was already in development but now became more popular I believe, I believe i forgot who it was someone said the next day after the blackout everyone was a dj everyone had equipment and of course that was a really uh interesting year for new york city that was also the year of son of sam uh david berkowitz who uh you know who first was known as the 44 caliber shooter uh killed several innocent uh, people and actually, I think it's about a year ago, I kind of had, uh, I, I didn't really meet the person, but I saw I was over here in a conversation. Someone who worked for the Postal Service, and if people may not know this, or maybe they forgot, or, you know, maybe it's not important, but son of Sam David Worker, used to be a postal worker. I believe he worked at 125th Street. And the person that I did, that I kind of met, uh, they were his supervisor. They trained him. Uh... And still, in you know, postal service stuff, not in you know, killing people. But that was, you know, just sort of an interesting tidbit. Also, that was the year the, you know, the Yankees won the World Series that year. Reggie Jackson hit three home runs in one game, earning the moniker of Mr. October. So this blackout was not that as interesting or historic. Uh, there was a lot of talk because Mayor De Blasio was out of town. He was he's running for president, and of course, there were people like, "Where's the mayor? Why isn't he here?" And of course, the logistics of running for president of the United States while trying to run one of the biggest cities in the world, one of the toughest jobs in the world, are a little crazy and complicated and seem almost impossible, even with modern technology. Now, does this mean the mayor should never go out of town? she never go on a vacation or go to a meeting or a conference or, you know, Take a really, really long shower and be, you know, which is as close as I get to a vacation or getting out of town. Uh, so, I mean, I think a lot of the stories, a lot of the media hype was a little too much. I know, like, the Post called for his resignation, which is, look, the New York Post is going to New York Post. You know, I mean, it's a little over the top. The Daily News has some hard hitting stuff. And we have a mayor who's sort of unpopular with both the media and a lot of the people. Uh, but for some, it's weird though. For his credit, he's kind of really seemed to manage through all of that, even though I can't think of any like in my lifetime. I can't really think of mayors that were really, really popular. There was some that were like there was a point when Ed Cox was really, really popular, you know, when I had his third term, people got sick of him. Uh, Bloomberg had some popularity for a while, but then third term, Giuliani was very popular. For some time even though controversy and polarizing you know situations surrounded him he had a lot of popularity for a while then it started to kind of wane it was like uh, we're sick of this guy get rid of him that kind of changed for 9-11 uh, David Dinkins came in with a lot of uh, sort of hope and uh, accolades and then that kind of turned uh, probably the most famous mayor someone was even I was even born when he was alive, was uh LaGuardia who of course are uh, they, they loved him so much They named the worst airport in the world after him Sorry Laguardia. Uh, but that kind of thing So What else is happening I uh, saw a trailer for a movie Hustlers Coming out starring Jennifer Lopez uh, Constance Wu uh, A couple other people are in there uh, Cardi B is going to make her feature film appearance Along with Appear on the soundtrack, of song is featuring the trailers about these group of strippers who begin sort of robbing the men who they are dancing for. And it's a story that you hear a lot. It's actually based on a true story. And of course, it seems like every couple of weeks there's a story in the news about some guy who was at a nightclub. And he went home with some attractive young woman and then he woke up and his Rolex was missing or his you know, wallet was all the cash was missing. You know, you know, his you know, he had like two thousand dollars in cash in his pocket, and it was gone. Yeah, I mean, maybe I'm just speaking as someone who's not rich, but I finally feel like if I had two thousand dollars in my wallet, like I would have my wallet like probably like surgically attached to my body in a way like you would have to like cut off another limb or something to get to it. But that's just me speaking as someone who doesn't have a lot of money. But you know, so here hear these stories of guys, and sometimes these guys are drugged. You know these guys you know or even else sometimes guys just get so drunk that they pass out Uh, There was a third couple years ago where a guy like he lost his job because he there was so many I think there was like almost a hundred thousand dollars worth of charges on his American Express or whatever card it was that he said he didn't make he said the strip club like he just whenever he went there he would just get so drunk and they would take his card and uh, it's like is kind of A lot of people don't feel sorry for these guys. They're like, "Hey, man, you know, you're in this place. You probably deserve that to happen." And you know, a couple people say, "Hey, you know, that's not fair. It's kind of, you know, they, they're crime victims." So I don't know. I mean, it's weird because most clubs, you're not allowed to touch the dancers. But since there's so much robbery happened here, you would they might, they might need to add, add a frisking option to make sure, hey, are you carrying any drugs or weapons on you that you intend to rob me later with? You know, something really crazy like that. Also, I want to talk about blogging. I've mentioned this before. Uh, I've been someone who, I've started several blogs over the years. They never really lasted that long maybe like a handful of posts the blog i had that lasted the longest was a blog i had to do for a class about the internet so there was like an entire summer of blogging i actually continued after that because it was about politics so i like it was almost like i want to say i did it for like six to eight months maybe longer for that blog but usually we're blogging something i start and I started another blog last week, and I was getting all excited because I'm like, yes, I'm going to finally write, and I said it's going to be about movies and stuff. And I wrote a couple of posts, and I, and I was happy with the posts, but now I'm like, now I don't want to write. So I don't know what, what is going on with that. Uh, maybe I should just be writing something else. It is summer, and I do do summer reading. I didn't have any particular books I wanted to read. Uh, I downloaded a couple of ebooks uh over the past couple of weeks from uh, the, the library app that you can get. So I was reading this book called Beat Punks. It's sort of about uh, sort of a collection of artists who from different or from different generations, but are, are sort of connected. Uh, it's basically about New York artists, people like uh, Patti Smith, the Jamiesh Basquiat people like William Burroughs and people everything from punk to the beats uh, to everything in between so uh, I just started reading it so the first like chapter is an interview with Patti Smith a, a rock and roll legend Also known for uh, her writing or poetry so she talks about Warhol Andy Wall, giving a camera as a gift to Stevie Wonder And I've just just been thinking about that. I'm like, what? I mean, it it sounds a very Warholian thing to do, to give a a camera to a blind man. But I was just thinking, like, and Stevie, you know there's always been those crazy rumors, can Stevie Wonder really see? Uh, But I just, I couldn't stop thinking about that. Like, the whole day I read that, I'm like, he gave Stevie Wonder a camera i wonder what happened did stevie Wonder actually take any pictures did he just point the camera in the direction where he heard something and he he pointed it and like you know and he if he did where are those pictures he could probably sell them on the art market for lots of lots of money and in fact i think stevie wonders uh is having a kidney transplant or it's about to yeah i think he announced about a week ago that he's very sick so obviously one of the great sort of music stars in American music over the past 50 something years uh, iconic songs and performances part of that legendary branch of the Motown family now speaking of music now my music tastes run from very eclectic like so a lot of times I'm like very late to music like I hear a song I'm like oh, that's really hot and then I find out the song came out like five years ago And I don't like I don't, I don't listen to a lot of Top 40 radio, unless I'm like in a supermarket or uh, you know, CBS or Dwayne Reed or something, and I hear whatever playing the radio. But one particular band that I've kind of gotten a little obsessed with in the past couple of months is named Krungbin. Uh, It's sort of, I believe that word's a Thai word uh, for basically airplane. Krungbin is a band out of Texas, out in the Houston area. A guitarist, a bass player, and a drummer. Uh, uh, two guys and one girl. Excuse me, young young lady. Young lady is the bass player, Laura Lee. And their music is just mesmerizing. I I don't know what else to say. It's like I I caught them by accident because not by accident, but I was uh, watching Coachella live stream a couple months ago. You know, Coachella, the famous music festival, takes place. Uh, two weekends, I believe that's in, was that May, I believe that takes place, or, or or April. So I was watching the live stream on, like, YouTube, and I just saw this band playing, and I heard, like, I just heard a couple seconds of them, I'm like, but what's that? That's hot. And I'm like, what is this? And I couldn't stop, and it was, like, towards the end of their set, but I finally, I caught their name, and I'm like, okay, let me sort of Google search them, and then I, and I did a search on YouTube and Google and I found all these their different music videos and live performances. And I'm like, I just should have been nonstop just taking in their music. And just like I said before, if you haven't heard Crunk Ben, uh, give him a search. Like I, like I say, a really amazing music. I would describe it as like sort of world funk so rock, I don't know. It's sort of like, uh, I I I'm taking this from someone because I read this online. Someone says like sort of uh, Santana uh, meets a Tarantino film, and just really amazing. But so I recommend that. Also, what else is happening in popular culture uh, this summer? Just uh, a couple big. I think well you know Spider Man has come out, Avengers has come out. I haven't missed movies all this summer. I just, going to the movies makes me very anxious. I just don't like, people get on my nerves between the, the, looking on their phones and some of those people actually like take phone calls in the middle of movies and you got the people, uh, you know, who want to come in super late and like want to sit in the same aisle with you even though there's like six or seven other places in the theater they can see, you know, sit down without being near you. So I really, going to the movies makes me very anxious, the uh, past few times I've been to movies has always been so, uh, an unpleasant experience, so I'm just like, you know, it just, if I want to be annoyed, I'd rather be annoyed by myself and the comfort of, you know, the residents instead of, you know, with some strangers who are just going to make me really angry about, you know, the movie. Even though the even though nothing does beat the movie experience, there's something about sitting in the theater in the dark, uh, you know, especially in like summer day, air conditioning, and you have got your popcorn and you have got your big ass soda, which you are you know, even once the movie's over, you still got half a cup left of it. But it, and I will still admit, still a little unique thing. But I just I just feel like every time I go to the movies, it's sort of cursed. I don't know. It's like something always is happening. To make me now want to go back uh, to see a movie. So on that note, I'm going to wrap it up for this episode of Man From New York. You can follow me on Twitter with the handle at Glenn Price Man. That's Glenn with two ends. Price, Man with two ends. guess what? You can also find me on Instagram with that same handle. Glenn with two ends. Price, Man with two ends. Also... Uh, you know, send an email, podcast at manglen.com. Let us, you know, let me know uh, what you think of the show. If you love it, let me know. If you hate it, don't write me because I'm not going to like that. You're going to hurt my feelings and I'm going to be very upset and probably curse you and something like that. So don't do that. If you like it, let me know. If you don't like it, go on with your life. Once again, I'm Glenn Mann. Thank you for listening.